Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. Hello and welcome into the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. I'm Andrew Ivins, the Director of Scouting for 24-7 Sports. Flying solo today, Cooper Patagna, my regular co-host. Actually, I think he's more of the host of the podcast. I'm I'm the co-host. This is my first time running it solo. He's out, uh, but we have a big guest on tap. Gus Malzahn, head coach of the UCF Knights, former Auburn head coach who won a national title in 2010. He joins the show. He gives us 15 minutes. We cover a number of different topics. And don't forget UCF moving into the Big 12. They just signed their highest ranked recruit ever. We talked to Gus about that. We also talk a little bit about Bo Nix. We get his master's pick uh, and he breaks down what he looks for in a quarterback. Remember, Gus is a guy that has sent a few different arms to the NFL. So we're going to get into that interview. Uh, It's a good one and another big guest for the Oyster Boys. Joined now by the only active head coach that has beat Nick Saban three different times, Gus Malzahn, head coach at UCF. Gus, I bring that up because I was on your guys' campus a few months ago, saw you give a presentation to a bunch of recruits there, and you guys brought that up multiple times about how you uh, have taken down Nick Saban. Uh, Coach, how are you doing? You guys are in the middle of spring football. We were just talking about it. You got your spring game coming up next Friday, a few practices left. How is life going preparing for the Big 12? It's going really well. Uh, we're a little past the midway point of spring ball. Our guys have done a super job. You know, we have two new new coordinators, and they're off to a really good start. So, got a big scrimmage tomorrow that I'm really looking forward to. And then, of course, we'll get into next week, and we'll have our spring game kind of under the lights next Friday night. But so far, so good as far as spring ball is concerned. Well, you've been at UCF for for two seasons, right? Uh, you've won 18 games. You took down Florida two years ago in that St. Pete Bowl. And and now you guys are getting ready to move into uh, the Big 12, like I said. I mean, uh, did you guys think you would be this far along in in the process from when you arrived at UCF? And and then I guess the the big thing, you know, why was UCF the spot for you when when you decided to get back into coaching after after leaving Auburn? Yeah. uh, Well, first of all, when I took this job, I you know, this is an up-and-coming program. And Terry Mahaj, our athletic director, um, you know, I was with him. We were together in 2012 at Arkansas State. We won a championship together. And I felt pretty strong that we were going to be in a Power Five conference, you know, before long. And I uh, just didn't know it was going to be the Big 12. But, you know, everything's set. Uh, this is a program that I always looked at, like if the right guy would get there and stay there and build it, not look as a stepping stone job that could be one of the best programs in all of college football. And now that I've been here for two years, I believe even more. I mean, First of all, Orlando, there's not a better place probably in America to live. Best brands in the world are here. There's no NFL team, uh, you know, one of the bigger TV markets in the country. So 
you know, everything is set. We've got a young fan base. This place has won way before I got here. They won big. And what is it? Three New Year's six bowl games in the last nine years. They won two of them. There's not a lot of programs that can say that. So this transition into the Big 12 is just a game changer. It's the next step. And I'm excited and blessed to be the head coach here. Well, I want to get into to Terry and you guys are building a, a football campus here in a second. But you talked about building it. Um, again, I, I was up back in January when you guys were doing a, a junior day. And I think I asked you, you know, you guys have been recruiting, I think, for the past few months with that Big 12 logo on the shirt or or the polo or, or, or whatnot. How, have you noticed a difference when you guys go out on the road and recruit? Um, is there a different reaction from some of these these high schoolers, you know, in the state of Florida and then up in Georgia as well? I know you guys have been very active there. Yeah, yeah 100%. I mean, you know, we've – We've lost some players that we've been here because we were non-Power 5, and they liked us, but, Coach, I want to play Power 5. So it's been a game changer. It's opened the door um, you know, for us. The last two years, we've had the uh, best recruiting classes back-to-back in school history before this, so I think we're even set up even better. But you can definitely just tell the interest in these top recruits now. What is the, the philosophy for, for you guys? What's the strategy there? At UCF, past two cycles, you guys have signed 11 high schoolers from the state of the Sunshine State in each cycle. I think a, a good chunk of those guys come from right around the corner, you know, within a two hour drive. So, you know, previous staff having covered the state, I, I felt like they didn't put a huge emphasis on their backyard. It's been completely different, yeah. you know, with, since you've come on board. So what what is the strategy and, and the philosophy? Yeah, you know, I've recruited this state, I think, for primarily the last 12 years. So I knew exactly what, what they have. That Some of the best players in America, are not just in the state, but in this area. So when we got here, we said, hey, we're going to recruit this state like nobody's ever done. That's the way we're going to build this thing. And we talked about having a state of Orlando and keeping our top players home. And that's been really our goal. And each year we've been chipping away. Uh, you know, we're committed to building this thing uh, at least – half or more of our class through high school, developing the guys, and then going the portal, you know, with, with certain needs, especially with experience at certain positions, which this place has been very successful with, you know, um, you know, guys that would transfer in before the portal got here. So everything is set, but we're going to build this thing with local guys, um, you know, as far as high school is concerned and, you know, really just trying to make it popular for our top players to stay home. And we've been chipping away. And I think we're in a really good spot to do that, you know, this next year. I love asking this question to to guys on, on your side, because we've had the transfer portal now or this new age of the portal for, I don't know, two, three, four years. Do you guys have a certain formula in terms of, hey, I know I want to take this many high schoolers this year. We're, we're going to save this many spots for the portal. Or is that kind of a, an ever changing thing? Yeah, you know, I think more than half our class, you know, I talked about we got to build it with high school guys. And then, you know, you never know. I think everyone is learning. You know, you learn the last time the portal was open. We'll learn some more this next portal, but you got to be prepared for anything. You got to be prepared to make quick decisions. And if top guys leave, you got to replace them with top guys. I mean, that's just the name of the game or, you know, experience. You have to have enough experienced guys, you know, to have a chance to win a championship is what I believe. So, you know, each time the portal is open, you know, we'll learn a little bit more. I've been reading some of the practice reports coming out of your guys' spring camp, and and one of the freshmen or uh, true freshmen that I wanted to ask you about, about is, is John Walker. 
you know, we had him as a four-star kid that played in the Under Armour All-America game, uh, interior defensive lineman. That was a kid that was considering Michigan, Ohio State, and I think the big one was Florida, right? He kept visiting Gainesville, but you guys signed him, got him on campus for uh, a bowl practice. Just just what does that mean for, for your guys' program in terms of such a, a high-profile recruit, not only, you know, getting across the finish line, but, you know, to beat – a school like Florida and some of those Big Ten powers. Yeah, of course, John Walker's off to a great start. He's as good as advertised. I mean, he's a, he's a real player. There's no doubt about that. But, you know, he really fit uh, with uh, what we were looking for, keeping our top players home. And he's the highest rated recruit in school history. Um, he is a big factor in making it popular for the next class to stay home. And I really feel like that uh, in the big picture, I mean, that was a – that was a huge one for us. And this is a great place. You, you know, you can you can really debate or whatever, but I would say the last three or four years, maybe five years, this program has been as good or better than other programs that are so-called Power Five and traditional three and all that. So it's a new day in our state, and I really feel that you'll continue to see top players, you know, want to come here that has opportunities to stay in state other places. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. When you have sports mixed with your pop culture, along with humor and celebrity interviews, your earbuds are enjoying the Rich Eisen Show. Dan Orlovsky, are you still a Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy? I think the three things that make it stand out for me are, number one, I think his ball placement versus man coverage is the best in the draft. Every quarterback in the NFL is accurate. He's got the best on tape. Number two, most transferable stuff to the NFL. And then I think the third thing is pocket peace. Search for the Rich Eisen Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. I think another reason they want to they want to stay. Obviously, the winds help, and and but the facilities. Can you, can you just talk a little bit about uh, the new football campus that you guys got coming yeah. out? I think they just put some some new renderings out there, and uh, it seems like basically your student athletes won't have to leave the football facilities at all, right? They, yeah. it's, it's a one stop shop. Yeah, it's really neat. First of all, we have pretty good facilities right now, but uh, you know the fact that we're going to have a new football facility, a lazy river, a pool with a DJ, it's going to be a different vibe than any place in college football. And so we're very excited about the future with that. I know where our young players are, and you know recruits love that. And uh, Terry Mahajer, our athletic director, is one of the top ADs and really an American. So we're real blessed to have him leading us. You mentioned your young alumni base right UCF's a, a monster yeah. school I think if you're if you live in the state of Florida you know that maybe some people outside um how has Night Nation kind of you know bought into the whole current NIL landscape I mean what's the alumni support been on that side obviously you know the, the money's coming like we said for the facilities but just the NIL I mean there was photos you guys had the fancy cars at, at some of the visit weekends, you know, what has that been like? And, and for you, a guy who's been in this game for such a long time, how has it been kind of, you know, navigating that whole process yeah. with name image likeness? Yeah, I think, you know, the, the teams, uh, you got to be competitive in the NIL world to, to be able to compete and to have a chance to win championships. So that's a, that's a big thing right now. SJ Tui, my chief of staff, the last two years is transitioning uh, into running our collective called the kingdom. Uh, so we're very excited about that. I think he's going to do a super job. Uh, we got a young fan base that is huge. Uh, they're young, they're growing and, you know, just getting them connected and getting our message out of what the new reality of college football is. But so far it's been a really good response. Coach, you lost both your coordinators, um, 
this off season. You got so you got two new coordinators in, um, a, a new play caller. That's was was reported. Darren Henshaw, a guy who played quarterback at UCF. What do we need to know about these coordinators and and how hard is it to to kind of you know just have such a changing of the guard up top? Yeah, you know, great thing is both these guys very familiar, been with me before, and I think that's very important. First of all, Darren, Darren Henshaw is a wonderful person, first of all. And he's had great success running the football at times, great success throwing the football at times. And, of course, last year we were number 16, I think, in the country in total offense. Really brought him in to really the vertical passing game. You know, we're really good at running. we got to push the ball down the field. And so that was really, really that to bring him in. But he's off to a great start. And then Addison Williams is a guy that was with me in 2019 at Auburn when we had a really good year. And he was with me the, the last two years here. And so uh, he's a wonderful person, too. He's a very smart uh, guy. The players have really responded to him. And both guys are off to a great start. John Rice Plumley, your, your quarterback comes back, but um, I haven't seen this kind of in the national headlines. I mean, he, he was the transfer from Ole Miss. He's playing both sports this spring. He's playing baseball, right, and and, and football. Yeah. What's it like, kind of juggling uh, his workload? And and you know, he's all over the place. It seems. Yeah, when I recruited him, and baseball was very important to him, and so he's man, you come here, you can do both. And uh, I mean, he's done really well in baseball. I think he's hit four or five home runs, something like that, start center field for him. And, you know, he hadn't missed anything football-wise. It's amazing he's able to do both, but he's a phenomenal athlete. You can tell that he has grown uh, from a quarterback standpoint, you know, from last year. And last year was his first rodeo, really, to play quarterback. Because two years previously, he played wide receiver and thought he did a really, really good job. He got hurt late in the season, which kind of hurt you know, our, 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 our offense with that, but uh, I think he's in a great spot, but he's, he's off to a good start in baseball too. Coach, you got a bunch of different arms that have had success, not only on Saturdays, but, but Sundays. Um, what, when you recruit a quarterback, whether it be from the transfer portal or for the high school ranks, you know, what, what are you kind of looking for? Well, you look for uh, a leader, first of all, a leader that has the ability to to rally people to win. I always like a quarterback that won in high school, know what it feels like. Uh, then, you know, I believe you got to have a guy that can make plays when things break down. You know, I don't care how good your offensive line is. When you get to the end, you play the top teams, you know, you're going to have to have a quarterback when things break down because they will because the defensive fronts are so well, so good. And, you know, that's what I always look for. Somebody can make a good decision when things break down and make a play on their own. And, you know, protecting the football, obviously, is big, too. Bo Nix, he's obviously not now with you, but he was with you at Auburn. Um, when you left Auburn, he, he posted a nice message for you on uh, on social media thanking you and, and your entire staff. He, he had a heck of a season out at Oregon. You know, did you expect that from him to, to bounce back? And, and do you guys still keep in touch? Do you still have a relationship? Yeah, yeah, Bo's family. He always will be. It doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, he's unbelievably talented. He's a great competitor. He's everything you want in a quarterback. And, you know, he'll, he'll be playing the NFL a long time. And he was a joy and a blessing for me to coach. With you guys moving to the Big 12, uh, another thing I picked up when I was in front of you and, and you were addressing all those recruits is, you kept bringing up the path to the national championship, right? You know, TCU made it as far as they did. We're going to get into an expanded playoff. So, you know, how far away are you guys? What do you guys have to keep doing to to eventually, you know, earn a spot uh, to have a chance to play for it all? 
Yeah, I mean that's why I'm here. I mean that's that's who we're looking for. We're looking for players that want to dream, uh, that want to have a chance to win the whole thing. And you know, a lot of our staff has been there and done that. And this school has been really close, you know, and done a lot of great things too. So I, I you know, I think it's a combination. Then you move into the Big Twelve, and you just said it, TCU. You saw what they did last year; had a phenomenal year. And so you win the league, you got a real chance. And so you know, that's our goal. Is you know, that's extremely. Uh, challenging and tough, but that's why we're here. That's why I'm here. It's why our players are here, and we're really looking forward to going this new league. Does there sense to be a different energy in the locker room? You know, I I know you guys are, what, six, seven months away from playing a football game, but um, do the players – are they acting different? Do you guys doing any, you know any different motivational signs up, or or they they understand? No, I think they understand. I mean, you just you just kind of sense it. You just know it. You feel it when you walk around. You can feel the excitement uh, from our fan base. You know, it's different going this new league. I know our players feel that way. Our our coaches feel that way. I don't have a need to say anything. You just kind of feel it and you know it. Well, last one I got for you, Coach, because I know you guys got meetings and all that stuff. Uh, Red, you are a guy who's been to the Masters a bunch. I was just up on there on Monday for a practice round. Are, are, are you going this year? I would assume not with the schedule. Uh, and do you have a do you have a pick for the Masters tournament? Yeah, first of all, yeah, I love the Masters tournament. But, you know, right in the middle of spring, I won't be able to go. <laughs> but, you know, I'm always going to root for Tiger Woods, you know, and so that's kind of who I root for all the time. I like a lot of other golfers too, but uh, what a great tournament. And it's always fun to watch in person, but won't be able to do it this year. Yeah. And then you, you teed it up at the Arnold Palmer Invitational Pro-Am, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure did. The course was extremely tough. I didn't play very well, but I had a great time with the, the people we played with. Well, Coach, we, we appreciate you having on, talking about UCF, that transition, your recruiting philosophy, looking forward. To, you got some big games coming up. And then you got, what, Florida in 2024, correct? Yeah. Yeah, looking forward to that one, too. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Well, there you have it. Gus Malzahn, head coach of the UCF Knights. If you guys like this podcast, if you like the guests, if you guys want to support the show, please subscribe to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Management is asking that for us to get some, some more reviews. So feel free to share your thoughts on the pod. Um, and uh, we're hoping to maybe get a mailbag here in the coming weeks. It's busy season right now uh, in terms of commitments, more and more quarterbacks coming off the board. Last week, UCF picked up a commitment um, from Riley Trujillo, a, a quarterback out of Jacksonville, uh, and more and more dominoes. So stay locked to 24-7 Sports. Stay locked to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. And we'll talk to you guys next time.